Hello everybody and welcome back to the Real Talking Podcast. Now unfortunately it has been a couple of weeks because we've had some technical issues. Uh, we've still had it this morning while we've been messing around with it but we've finally got it sorted anyway. Uh, so unfortunately you have missed two amazing episodes as well. So episode 9 uh, which was a special for the coronation weekend. Um, we had a lot of fun UK facts and yeah. uh, history stats, a few weird ones. Uh, mm-hmm. There was the monkey hangers, which, uh, if I can get the audio fixed for those two, then I will get those published. You might find them at some point in the future, but if not, we'll probably just touch back onto the shit we yeah. were chatting with those. Uh, and number 10 was kind of like a summary of the previous 10 episodes yeah it was a it, bit of a special yeah. episode uh, your birthday weekend special kind yeah. of as well we was having a little bit of a drink uh, there was some would you rather's on there yeah, yeah. Um, I actually thought number 10 was probably one of the, the better ones we have done which is strange that's the one because that the would you rather if we can't get the audio back we we'll definitely have to come back well, I, I think we will do yeah, some more yeah. Would You Rathers again. Because there was just weird. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. there was the, um, would you rather be completely bald or completely hairy like a gorilla? Yeah. And that was some controversy from the pair of us because yeah. you'd rather be completely bald. Yeah. I'd be hairy. And uh, yeah, you just didn't agree with me. <laughs> yeah, I just thought <laughs> just the maintenance on it just alone would just be... Mate, <laughs> I've got all that maintenance at the moment anyway, because I've so uh, I know I've got long hair on the top anyway, and I'm trying to grow it out on the back and side so it's all long. But my routine now, so when I have my shower, I'll pre-wash the hair to get any general dust out. But so does it? Oh, you mean you just? So you yeah. Just, so all my hair in general, I use. I've got my cheap shampoo that I pre-wash to get the dirt out. Then I give it a second pre-wash to make sure all the dirt's out, which it's mad because you do see all the, the, the dust and stuff in the water as it goes down the shower. Then I've got my special hair promotion growth shampoo, which goes in all of it, and well, including the beard, this is at the same time. So it goes in all of that, leave it in for five minutes while I wash the rest of the body. Then I wash all that out. Uh, then I put conditioner in, which that stays in for a couple of minutes as well. And then now, what I've recently added is the rosemary oil. So after my hair's dried to a certain degree, I've put the rosemary oil in all of it, which that helps promote the growth. Are you using one of those derma rollers as well? No, no. so that's that's with a, another... Uh, is, it Mar- is it Marox oil or something? Yeah, yeah, I think it is Marox oil, yeah. So if you're using that, it's not because I've got ball patches. I just want to promote the growth, get the, the back and the, the sides longer, quicker. Um, so I've put that in, and then it's a different one that you have to use for the beard. Uh, so it's castor oil, basically. That I've, uh, I've always used the beard oils anyway, but the castor oil helps grow the beard. Because I know it's probably hard to remember, but before I shaved it all off for the charity a couple of years ago, it was actually longer. It was touching my chest. And it just seems to stay at this length now. And I want it longer again. I think you should go it off. No, I'm not shaving it off. I'll just trim it. I do need just to. Just go like... I don't... No, nah, I mean like, so it's just short. Nah. So it's not a... You wouldn't call it a beard, you call it... You know. No, I want to I want to keep it longer. I want to get longer with it. But the main thing, I want all my hair the same length anyway. So, yeah, that's, that's a full routine with that. So, back to the would you rather being hairy I'm used to it anyway so mm. that wouldn't bother me um, and we also touched on uh, favourite comedians and that as well because oh we did didn't we uh, yeah because we uh, went off uh, well it was the week after we'd done the record because we tried to be clever tried to do two records in one sitting yeah to say yeah because so uh, the following week we went and saw Tom Segura live in Birmingham Um and then you was going away for your birthday. I had stuff to do last weekend, so yeah, tr- trying to yeah. Get, get ahead and get the records done, but it just didn't work. Bloody technical issues, but sure we've sorted it now. Um, yeah, Tom Segura was good. I was a little 
underwhelmed with it essentially because a lot of his material I already know because of watching him on his podcast and that anyway. But did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. We didn't really talk about it as no, no, well. We just so did you hear some of the jokes already there? It's not that it wasn't exactly the jokes that he's already told, it's just I knew the stories. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So you yeah, like, so, so as well as hearing them for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I knew where it was all going. Like, I still, I still enjoyed it. You know, it was, yeah. uh, you know, for the price because uh, I think like thirty something pound each. So, you know, it, you know, it was a good experience. And plus, obviously, we made our mate there, didn't we? Yeah. Was, uh, getting the the cheap beers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> skipping the queue. Yeah. Paying cash, saving money. Well, we saved four pound each point. So. Well, cash is king. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, that, he, that, he made himself he a nice made, little owner. That weren't going in the till, mate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was it was a good. Um, yeah. So I think in the next couple of episodes we'll start bringing in some of these uh, would you rather questions and uh, do some of the quizzes and whatnot. Um, yeah, I did like as I, said, I know I've just mentioned, it, but I did like number ten for that quiz like that. Yeah, I feel for it. I thought it was a, uh, it was especially because we had a few beers as well. Whilst we went out for food, it yeah. was just, you know, it was good. I know because it was getting quite late by the end, and uh, I mean, it was probably about an hour and ten minutes worth of just rambling on, and uh, we only had to cut it off really because I had to get back home with the wife and so. Um, but it is what it is. It's done. If I can recover the uh, the audio, the the video was just. The video's there, there's just no audio with it because the other microphone just didn't pick up with the camera. It's just fucking. Yeah. It's still a learning curve anyway, you know. We're new to this. We didn't, I say we didn't do one in school. Well, we did okay. Um, but this is all new still. We didn't have podcast lessons in school or anything, did we? You know, no, we, we wasn't lit- taught lit- what lit- we needed to learn. If you, if you heard number episode one, it literally just a case of putting it together, sitting down, and just hitting record and yeah. pointing out there obviously you know we're getting better you're getting loads better with the audio uh, sorry with the editing and everything yeah yeah I mean you're it helps really well. that I'm actually using a program that I paid yeah. for instead of just a free one that you could just clip and cut and press play basically but yeah we're getting there well also obviously cause I never listened to podcasts before doing a podcast which mm. is weird when you think about it <laughs> But no, since then I have listened to a few podcasts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I've I've become a fan of of the from doing it. I can uh, understand the effort that goes into them because it's it's, yeah. it's 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 when you have a specific topic, you know, you you kind of keep on the same, you know, topic. Mm. But like as we're doing it, obviously we're trying to you know be different every week. It is, you know, you have to put. A conscious effort into like putting out the right stuff and you know just just chatting shit constantly yeah yeah because we we haven't really got a running theme have we obviously yeah. we did the one episode where it was the, the ghost talk uh, yeah that, that's the personal experiences yeah. and stuff because that's one thing we well we i think we touched on episode well we're calling this episode nine yeah so this is episode nine but version like it's technically episode on yeah but yeah well we touched about like probably getting people on the podcast yeah that's that's the future goal yeah um hopefully we can start getting people on having uh, guests of sorts uh, we're going to sort out the studio in a couple of weeks so you'll see some new scenery you won't see this beautiful radiator beyond us anymore um it is a nice radio it is i know you chose it together yeah. anyway didn't you um, probably i chose it though yeah yeah definitely it was more paint color anyway <laughs> um so yeah, once the studio's sorted out, then we'll have a bit more room to get a guest in and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I think going forward, we'll we'll have other different topics and uh, we'll touch on some more different types of uh, scenarios like the zombie apocalypse style and that as well. Um, but yeah, so going on to it, we uh, in the week that we have had actually had off I've been busy work wise and uh, you've been on your jollies you've had a nice holiday haven't you yeah so I went to Amsterdam yeah. first time I've been there it was an experience mate yeah yeah it definitely yeah. was um, but yeah I just the one thing that stood out for me was the amount of bicycles it yeah. just the, and 
that no one commutes by car, just bicycles and trams. Yeah, it's, uh, I've not been there myself, but it's, it is the bicycle capital of the world, isn't it, really? Everyone, that's their mode of transport, isn't it? Yeah, so I read there was 880,000 bicycles in Amsterdam, that's four times the population, so there's four times bikes there is people there. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy though isn't it before would you have three extra bikes yeah is it because you got three flat tyres on them or something but when we <laughs> when we was doing a tour a lady says that they retrieve 12 to 16,000 out of the canals every year on top of that bloody hell and we guys like whoa why is there so many in there and she just said when they're drunk they fall in there because <laughs> or they get stolen but if if you went out and you put your bike somewhere, locked it up, and you went out. You would never find it. And no. if you look, if you got absolutely steam and could remember how the fuck you got there, because mm. you, <laughs> they're just fucking everywhere. <laughs> 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 but no, uh, no, it was really good. Um, but I'm gonna tell you about the peep show yeah. that we went to. So if if you have been here, you know what I'm on about. But if you haven't, so you go in. You pay two euro and I think it lasts for two minutes. And so it's in a circle and then in the middle of the circle where you glass you have a frosty glass, you pay two euros, the glass and frosts. Mm-hmm. And then all you can see is like a revolving circle bed. And uh So like Austin Powers style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, Austin Powers would have been better than the woman we seen because we saw Barbara. She was about fifty year old from Barnsley. Like she uh, looked like someone like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but the most weird thing is, you can see the other people watching it. So are, are you like in a? So you're like in a circle. Yeah, but so, where you are, do you walk into like a photo booth sort of? Yeah, yeah. So, so you're in your own little cubicle. Yeah, so yeah. you're So you walk in your own little cubicle. You put the two euros in. You glass on frosts. It's just weird because when we unfrosted, there was a geezer like directly opposite us, yeah, mm-hmm. and he just looked at us and was smiling, nodding his head. <laughs> and just like, what's he doing? <laughs> so he wasn't nodding his head. No, he was doing he was doing something, mate. And it, <laughs> so yeah, but we made the mistake of putting four euros, uh, two obviously four euros, two two euros in. So we had it for four minutes and it was just painfully too long. Just because <laughs> you wanted to go, but you, you can't open the door in case anyone sees and because of proper strict with security yeah. over there. Yeah. And uh, bless her, she took her underwear off, you know, showed us anything she's got. And uh, yeah, it was weird. And then, so anyway, it was, that was, the, that was like the most serious thing I thought. Mm. We'd done all the sex shows. Yeah. Which I thought was, I, I liked it. It had like, um, like a, <laughs> don't don't pause when you're saying that you like it because no, some people out there will know what these sex shows are yeah. like and if it's on the stranger side and they're thinking you liked this weird thing no. that I've seen before no so <laughs> I just liked it because obviously you have people fucking on stage and then yeah. in between that you have like a stripper but it's kind of like it's not serious it's a bit comedic like to get people up, up, up from you know the audience and take part it's, it's got like a comedic factor to it. So, similar to that one afternoon in the Legion when I won the raffle thing and got pulled up on the stage by the stripper there. Yeah, but it was more, yeah, but it had more like of a, a, yeah, a show to it. Like, it was yeah, not just. They do it every night, and it, so. Yeah, not yeah. just terrorising there. No, it was, uh, it, was, it was fun, like, to have everyone come up, well, mm. to pick people to come up and, you know, it, it's just funny. It, it's funny, and I think it was sixty euros. But you could stay there all night if you wanted to. Yeah, so it's like it was like sixty entry, pa- yeah. a club, but and the, then all the other uh, acts are just going on and on all night. But the weird thing is, you see like the old men on the round, they're coming quickly, jump at the back, and you'll see them like every like two minutes go of like row closer, closer. The next thing you you know, they're in the front row, like watching. <laughs> it's just like fuck it up. But the most seedy thing, so. It, in terms of all that, the most serious thing I've seen in there, so where the peep show was, that was in a different venue to where the sex show was. Mm. So you have the um, the peep show in the dome. Yeah. And to the right, you had like porn booths. So you watch porn and obviously masturbate. Cause it was, I assume so because there was tissue in there. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. 
Just why do you need? They, they, why, like just they do that in your house now. Yeah, I don't see why you'd have to go, go out to a booth yeah, to yeah, pay yeah, yeah. for it when you can just stay in your hotel mm. room and watch it on your phone or something. That is a bit strange. It is weird. Paying, paying to go and have a wank. Yeah. That's weird. Not you. I don't, I don't know, know if you can select your your fucking type of porn, but obviously in yeah. your own house you can just put whatever you want on. I suppose it's probably because when people are walking up and down the red light district all day, they can't hold it in yeah. long enough to get back to the hotel. But it's not even a door that's blocking it; it's like a curtain. Yeah. That's <laughs> so like it's like <laughs> so the way I walked in to this venue with the peep shows, you walk in the uh, peep show dome to your left. And then you had like three or four booths to your right where you watched the porn eyes. Uh, there was something at the back. I can't. I, I didn't go to it. I can't remember what it was. Mm. Um, yeah, it, that that was just weird. But so all that's on the on the red light district. And what I found weird about the red light district is, you know, you're walking around. It's busy. It's like the hub. Obviously, you've got cafes, restaurants, just off it. So it is pretty much, you know prime location hmm. and uh you walk past you see the girls in the windows which is weird like because you can be standing i don't know as close to me and you so two feet away yeah, yeah. and there's just a big glass and they're standing there and hmm. the pioneers coming now i don't know who has the balls to knock the window <laughs> in this crowded area ask you know, this is what the one, if they yeah, can offer yeah. it. Then go, yeah, then you see them inside until they close the curling. Mm. So, and then I, I, I just can't imagine someone having the balls to go in and out while it's that busy. It's, I know that's what it's there for. Yeah, yeah. But I've always seen someone come out and I just wanted to laugh. Like, it was weird as well because, so the, the main red light district is on either side of uh, like a canal. Yeah, so yeah. left them all the way down but just off of me I have like little off like little alleyways with, and they're in there as well mm. and for me I'd, you, you'd kind of want to go into like the less busy ones yeah yeah but now this geezer just straight out busy straight out Australian curling's closed just like I can see you in there <laughs> it's yeah obviously that's what it's there for and it's 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 the different cultures isn't it yeah. you know it's um, it's it's what you know, same again with the, the caps, which are just for the smoking and yeah. eating the cakes and stuff. It, it's uh, completely different, isn't it? But yeah, I, I, I think it's because of where we come from. It's obviously it's not legal here and it is a bit more taboo to do something mm. like that. Um, but if you think of it as a different uh, service, you know, if, if you walk down a road that was full of tattoo shops and you see everyone walking in, getting the tattoos and walking back out it's that kind of thing really yeah. isn't it but obviously you're getting a better service unless you're really into tattoos well, um. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, what I was meant to say I would have forgot some of them have like a piece of paper in the window and says couples welcome yeah so you know if you're a couple you can still get it yeah we, yeah. It, we went to uh, the red light museum mm. as well and it's basically you know it used to be, a, I don't know, I don't know if it's called a brothel. I don't know what it, it was. Yeah. So it puts left away how it was, mm. and uh, yeah, it's just weird. <laughs> it's just got a bed, a sink, like a bidet thing, and then just all the Watch the fanny out. Literally, literally, yeah. <laughs> Crack back onto it. But, there it is. But so I've heard that it's uh, not just the red light district now as well that you've got. I think it's uh, an orange district, which is all men in the windows, and then there's like a multicolored one, which has got transgenders in the windows and that as well. Yeah, see, I heard before when there's a blue light district, which is for lady boys, mm. basically, but I didn't see that. Right. And it's if in the vicinity of that the area with the red light red light district is I didn't see it it might have been further on down the main route because I didn't go all the way down possibly but yeah. I, I didn't see it I suppose because once you've seen 10 windows you, you're like alright there's not much difference now yeah. means that there, there's, <laughs> I would say there's probably about over 100 yeah that. yeah yeah well uh, 
Yeah, so you, you went to the museums. I know you're really into your art, aren't you? Um, <laughs> some nice paintings. <laughs> no, no, I didn't uh, go to either the, to those two top two museums. I know the no. one's the Van Gogh Museum. I can't yeah. remember. I think it's the Wyckoff. But nah, I, I, I didn't know. I just we done a lot of tours. We didn't have Frank after. Yeah, which, yeah. Which was interesting because I was for like, how can people hide in the house? And not get caught like obviously she she did in the end yeah but how did, how did spoilers they get, oh, yeah but how <laughs> did they get away for so long like hide like door but podcast they never find us but I understand mm-hmm. why because literally if you ever been there you know it's like a house within a house right. so the house that I was living in like secretly it was probably bigger than my house yeah. and it's mad to think it mm-hmm. wasn't like a room it was kitchen bathroom bedroom. But it's probably same size as this house, if not a little bit bigger. Yeah, but I, I can't. I'm trying to think of the term for it now. Um, it's I don't think it's really a thing over here. I've, I've only really seen stories of it over in America, where it's people that secretly live in other people's lofts. Um, so there's one in particular. Uh, well, this is an actual thing. Like, yeah, so it's it's called like squirreling or something. So essentially, like, because you're hiding in someone's house, and then when they go out to work, you jump out the loft and you you know use the facilities, you you know have food from the fridge and whatever, and then you go back up into your little hiding hole in the loft or whatever. Because um, I've, I've seen a few videos anyway, but the one in particular, they'd heard noises uh, like from the loft and they'd noticed things moved and whatever. So. They'd set up uh, a camera. I think it was in the garage, so they must have been living mm. in the, the loft above the garage. And uh, the chap pretended to drive off as if to go to work and whatever. And then you see the loft hatch lift up, move to the side, and then like this geezer's head just pops down. So he's having a look around, and then he's got his own little ladder that he's got, and he, he pulls it, like, like drops it down to the floor starts coming down and your man walks through back into his garage he's like fucking get out of the house you dickhead like, so he kicks him out like, so he goes back in grabs his bag and then comes back out the loft and like, just does one off um, oh, God. yeah I can't remember what it's called but it's it's quite common really uh, yeah it's just like, how, how can I mean I only know from lots over here from going up and uh, doing work so often with the insulation that's in the lofts and it's itchy and it's hot, you can't breathe. And if you're lucky, there's a light up there, but you know, you haven't got power to be charging your phone or anything. So if you're up there watching stuff on your phone all, all the time, you've only got a couple of hours before it dies. Mm. So you've got to be well equipped. You've got to have battery banks and whatever. If you need the toilet, like, you can't be like just weeing in the corner. Yeah. You'd notice a stain coming through on the loft and whatever. It's just, it, I don't know how people do it to be fair. And yeah. what's this called? Squirrelling? It's it's something like that. That's not actually the word because otherwise I'd remember it. Uh, again, I've got peacock in here, but it's <laughs> it's not peacocking because that's like <laughs> showing off, like trying to pull someone, isn't it? Um, oh god, that's gonna do me head in now. But yeah, it's, it it is an actual thing. So it's they're literally just hiding other people's houses, just living, just living. Yeah, yeah just yeah, obviously for free. Which um, obviously, I mean, you've been in America a few times as well, haven't you? You've seen the uh, homeless situation over there, yeah. so it's understandable why people would do it then. Have you not seen a video recently of uh, I think it was it was either in LA or San Francisco, it was definitely in California, where there's a tent that obviously harms geezer, but mm. he's got a projector, he's watching TV on a projector. No, I've seen that, no, it's because the tent's fucking massive as well. And like he's just chilling in there, watching a big projector in his fucking tent. Uh, but like <laughs> everyone outside would be able to see what he's watching then as well, though, wouldn't they? Well, no, you could, yeah, you could, you could. Uh, I can't remember what he watched, but he, I think he was watching just the news or something at the time. Yeah, yeah. But the the weird thing about San Francisco is you can go in there and rob something, and unless it's over a certain, I think it's two hundred dollars. No, I think it's it's. Uh, under a thousand dollars. No, New York. New York's New York. under a thousand dollars. So, all right. So it's like I think San Francisco had some great two hundred. So as long as it's two hundred dollars, you can't get done for it. Yeah, you no just get a warning. Do that. No, no. And the police get called out. They only can give you a warning. Yeah, yeah. If you get caught, mm. so you you 
you go homeless people just going into like the stores taking like handfuls of shit and fucking yeah you would do that you can't yeah. you fucking do it mate it's uh it is mad because again especially like since they've got the gun laws and that and you've got to have some balls to just walk mm. in and like hope that you're not going to get shot because you're stealing some food from yeah. the shop and that I mean obviously over here people do it and they're going with knives and whatever and it's I suppose it is easier because the time that it takes the police to come over and like try and stop you arrest you or whatever they're already gone in there so yeah you gotta have some balls oh i was sorry i was on i was shocked the amount of homeless people i did see mm. that it is um there's a few there it, it, it was weird to the foot to the point where you go down one street fine you turn like a left and it's just just hundreds of harm, look, I mean, hundreds of just harmless people, and you're like, yeah, I'm fucking going down there, mate. It, it is strange, though, isn't it? Because you, again, look, I've only seen it on the TV, but it's like, there's just been a whole street where it's just little tents yeah, and yeah. Uh, shopping trolleys just with all the personal items, and it's just full of the homeless people. It's it's a strange reality, really. It's a shame that, obviously, if, when anyone gets homeless, um, everyone's got all the different circumstances uh, it's it's weird that there's, well they can do something about it not the homeless people I'm on about the governments and that they can do something about it they just choose not to really mm. you know it, I've found it interesting for the last couple of years really we've uh, not that I go to town centres often now but the amount of shops and everything that are closing due to the logs of Amazon just dominating everything you know anything you need Amazon, eBay, it's all there, Etsy and everything. So with all these empty shops and that on the high streets, um, again, with all the banks that are closing down, as lot individual branches, um, what are they going to do with those? Surely it would just be easy because a lot of the councils own those buildings in the town centres anyway. So surely they could just convert those into hostels of sorts mm. and just move the homeless people in. But they won't do because they won't be able to make money off of it basically. It doesn't uh, cost them money to do one. Uh... Yeah, but as I say, it's just they could do it, they won't do it because they're not going to earn off of it. Um, which is, it's a shame because there shouldn't be as many homeless people as there is. I get it when it's uh, self inflicted because you've done gambling and drug addiction and whatever, so you've lost all your money that way. But when you see it's the likes of the, the ex military people, that have lost everything because of PTSD yeah. or whatever um, and seeing them on the streets it's it's such a shame uh, you know every now and again I'll, I won't give them money whenever I see a homeless person I'll buy them food so go in the shop get them a sandwich and a drink and whatever and give them that way because uh, at least then you know they're not going to waste it yeah. on uh, drugs and alcohol um, I remember the one time when we was living in the pub I was walking from my pub down to another pub with Kiefer and uh, he just jacked the fruit machine so he's got hundred odd pound in his pocket and it was always the same one outside the co-op next to us anyway and uh, he's took the, the chap inside the shop let him just pick up all sorts and he's like do you want one of them? yeah, uh, yeah alright so he's packed, uh, picked up like a six pack of crisps grabbed some sandwiches and uh, like some uh, pop and whatever and Kiefer's like do you want a beer? Uh, no, I'll be alright. He's like, go on, have some beer. And he's, he's like, picked him up some cans of Stella or something, and that as well. He spent like 30 quid on him. <laughs> and he's still like, give him a tenner or something as well. I think he even bought him some tobacco and like rolling yeah, paper yeah. and that. I was like, mate, you're off your head, man. Like, you know, fair enough, he's living like a king tonight, his geezer is all, but you know, fucking hell. You're not helping him by giving him drink and that as well, really. But you know, yeah, it's, it's nice to pay it forwards. Yeah. Not so much. I mean, as I said, that was a bit extreme with the alcohol and that. He probably didn't need that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to do it sometimes. But, obviously, some of them, they are on the other scale. Uh, especially when you see the ones that aren't actually homeless. They're just they're, they're milking the system. I remember uh, when I used to get the bus, uh, I was working on a building site in, in the town centre. And there was this one couple. I'd, I'd seen them for like, three, four days in a row, they'd come up to everyone at the bus stop, oh, my, my, my kid's in the hospital, you got 20p for the bus, rare, rare. and look, it's the same story every day, and how they can think 
that can do it at the same time every day as well. Yeah, the same, the same people that must, yeah. yeah, it's not, you know, so after like the first day, everyone was standing to do one then anyway. Uh, yeah, people like that cracks me up. But they can earn a lot of money doing it as well, though, can't they? Yeah. I've seen bloody stories when they're on like bloody 500 odd pound a day, just sitting there, just with a cup in their hand. The crazy, but you think with how it's all going to change to the digital currency, which I think's 2028 that's coming in. Um, so King Charles, he probably won't even get his face on a pound note yet. Um, since it will all be digital currencies, literally just bank cards, what are these homeless people going to do? Because you're not going to have any change to give to them or anything. And buskers as well. Yeah. Um, I suppose with buskers, they could have like a little pay machine that you could just tap and donate 50p or something. But homeless people ain't going to be able to do yeah. that. Even though I have seen that would have had one but obviously they're not homeless if they can afford it. yeah because you need a home address don't you to have a bank card yeah so yeah them ones are a bit obvious so yeah it's going to be interesting well not interesting going to be uh, hard for them they're not going to be able to do anything not going to be able to receive any money Um, yeah I wonder how that's all going to change in a few years Uh, yeah right off of the uh, darkness a little bit now so (laughs) Um, yeah, so you had a you good holiday. Uh, obviously, you've never been into any drug partaking or anything anyway, so no. you, did you have any spice cakes or anything? No, nah, so it's sort of against the, you know. Um, it just smelled really bad, like, because you walk in, it was sort of back in the days with the, you know how when you just smoke in the pubs? Yeah. Just smoke everywhere, so no. nah, nah. Oh no, I don't miss those days, because I remember we'd go down to the legion or wherever and you, as soon as you walk in you didn't notice it much at first because it was the norm so every every room just bit of cloud of smoke it was all uh, the contestants and stars and they're always coming out of the doorway and I just I used to hate it the next day because you oh, wake yeah. up and you close your bedroom would stink yeah. because your clothes stunk of smoke and you wouldn't be able to wear the same clothes two days in a row anyway um, even though Barry did but <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to put them straight in the wash uh, it was quite quite surprising when they actually did bring that law in that you couldn't smoke inside mm. and what a difference it made you know I remember pretty much one of the first nights getting up in the morning and then just still smelling my aftershave on my t-shirt and not like a yeah. cloud of smoke and that dog stinking like an ashtray it was a uh, it, it definitely definitely better because even with the vapes I know some places aren't as strict about it, but you know, look, not being able to puff on them inside, I think that makes a difference as well. Um, even though I know it's different worldwide, you, you've still got countries that are allowed to the smoking inside. Mm. Uh, and then there's some places where they have like a separate smoking area and all that as well. Um, yeah, but it's uh, it's definitely definitely for the better over here anyway. Yeah. I can't stand it. Horrible. It is strange. Go on, sorry. No, I was going to say, because even when we left the concert last week, it was literally as soon as we walked outside, everyone's just lighting yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's just, oh, God, I fell off gagging at one point. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. Uh, I was just going to say how, how strange it is when you go to, like, obviously, when you are a tourist in other countries and how they work, look, we just touched on the homeless in America, obviously here as well. Mm. But it's just weird how you know you can go to some countries and still smoke you know in some buildings or yeah, side yeah. rooms or whatever which just yeah it just but I know that's I suppose it's good in a sense that's the main thing of those caps and that in Amsterdam isn't it it's because that's a controlled environment to uh, smoke the weed and have your mm. cakes and uh, what, the mushrooms and whatever uh, because you're not allowed to just smoke it while you're out walking around are you yeah. it has to be inside yeah. or in there yeah, in designated areas there, yeah because yeah. um, again it's only from what I've seen uh, there's there's numerous different products uh, there's one which looked like a, a bag of candy floss but it's just full of like, the, the smoke as if it's like a bong but in a bag and so they just sit there and just inhale a little bit here and there Um yeah, I mean, maybe that's something we can do on a future episode, a special or something. Get some mushrooms. Which mushrooms is a mad one, because 
they, they grow naturally. It's mushroom season. Like you can find them special areas, like in the woods and whatever. Like, but you can literally just see them while you're walking around. But as soon as you pick it up, that's illegal. It's 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 weird. Like, it's it's. I mean, again, I know weed. It's technically a, a legal. Uh, it's a natural product because it grows itself from the either from the earth or if you put it in a pot yourself or but you know that's that's illegal um but yeah as soon as you pick up a mushroom illegal weird mm. um which is strange as well because i don't know so i don't know why it, the way it's um medically proven and medically available in most if not all of america now i think canada as well yeah i think legal. it varies on the style yeah um so essentially you just have a medical card and go into whatever shop that uh, provides it and you just show your card and then they give it to you yeah. don't they? and i don't know what state it was now but th there's a few of them anyway once they started doing that and it's uh, all controlled and provided through the governments uh crime rates went down because they're not wasting time just picking up little drug dealers because there's no need for them, yeah. them drug dealers anyway now and it's like research levels went up uh, profits towards the state governments and whatever all these things went up and so all that information's available yet we still won't make it legal i'm not saying it because i i haven't smoked weed for 30 years now to be fair um not that i used to smoke a lot anyway but uh it was I think it's uh, what was it Theresa May who yeah. was the Prime Minister for a little while her husband is like the biggest like worldwide uh, provider for CBD oil so essentially whatever farm unit or something that he's got over here grows a load of weed extracts the oil and sells it worldwide so you think oh yeah it's alright for them to be able to grow it and do whatever they need to because it suits them but then they won't provide or sort out the service yeah. for everyone else the, that's just the rich keeping themselves rich again isn't it you know the, there's plenty that Rishi Sunak soon as well um, but it's nice to see that Trump's going to be back in power soon <laughs> that'll be funny uh, I saw the interview uh, that he did the other week again I've only seen clips of it but he gets asked the question um, well in typical Trump style he's, he gets asked the question to, to do with something which uh, it was basically along the lines of how much money has already been sent over to Ukraine to mm. help with the war and would you still continue to give that money and so he, he skirts around it a little bit and then because he keeps getting asked about it no you're not answering the question you're not answering it he just goes look when I'm president again, look, it'll be over in a day because I'm good friends with Putin and uh, the other one and that. I'm so that's going that. Yeah, that's it. So, because I'm friends with them, I'll just sit them down and then tell them to stop being knuckleheads, basically. And look, it'll be over in a day. Look, we'll all be shaking hands and having a steak meal or whatever he comes out with. And he's just, he's just gold, isn't it? He's yeah. just so funny. Look, uh, even his, his campaign it's just slagging off Biden and that it's, like, there's videos of like, Biden's going up the steps into a plane and he falls up the stairs and uh, there's one where he's struggling to put his coat on and this and that and <laughs> Trump's still doing his usual tweets just laughing at him and everything but the whole campaign's like Biden's done this we'll do this better we'll do it this way and you just have to laugh and uh, to be honest I've, obviously I don't follow politics much anyway but the other chap who's running he, he's uh trying to do it against trump but he's also slagging off biden as well so it doesn't seem like they're actually promoting what they want to do too much yeah. they're just saying biden's not done anything he's not gonna do anything let's get him out yeah. let's get me off so yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens over there <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's just mad any america's just mad in general um Shout out to our American fans. Uh, we do appreciate you. Uh, speaking of which, you know, we, we do know that some of you out there are in America, uh, Washington, and um, without looking at the stats, but these are there. Uh, so send us any questions in on that. You know, you, we want to know what you 
think about our views on your country um, and yeah if you've got any topics or anything you want us to talk about just think it over we open ears we want to hear what you have to say uh, so have you got anything else you want to say about old Amsterdam no 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 not really I think we touched on all the aspects I mean just everything that I thought was weird and wonderful yeah weird and wonderful yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. well uh so while you was on your job, he was always having a, a long week at work, just grafting as always, as it does. Um, but uh, one of the days, well, the nights after I'd eaten, wasn't really paying attention to the TV, but just finished my food. And then as I was about to go up to bed, uh, I'd noticed the programme on the TV. So uh, it was called DNA Family Secrets. And... He was this old chap. Uh, I'd say he was in his eighties. I didn't, I say I didn't see the backstory up leading to it, but uh, so he didn't know anything about his family history. Was what mm-hmm. I gathered. So it was essentially like that uh, DNA test. Uh, oh, I can't think of the bloody name of that now. But where it tells you your heritage. Oh, yeah. so, ancestry. Yeah, so it'll tell you if you're like you, you're Scottish and yeah. you're Spanish and whatever. So they've done that, uh, and they've, the, the lady's sitting there, she's like, right, so uh, we've picked up names of, I'm guessing it was adopted as well, because they were coming out with different surnames, mm. and uh, so they were saying uh, this name, that name, blah, blah. So uh, going off of that, it's 91% certain that your grandfather wasn't a Nazi. And he looked so disappointed. Like he, he, I thought he was going to cry, but obviously, he didn't mean it in that way. But to me, he just looked like he was disappointed that he wasn't a Nazi. <laughs> and uh, so, his family was Jewish from what she, she was getting at basically off. But it was just, it really looked like he was disappointed. And he didn't say anything about it. Um, and then he, his wife come on to there and uh, they were explaining on where his family come from. They were doing like they had the map that it was from here and there and different parts and that lot. But I thought it was quite interesting. It was at the end of the show, and plus I was going to bed anyway. So I think that's a, a program that I might watch a little bit more of, to be fair. But it was just his initial reaction. I thought it was so funny because he did just look devastated, as if he wanted to be a Nazi, but he wasn't. But I don't know why you would want to be one these days. Uh, I'm sure it was good back in the day when. If there was around, uh, if that's what you wanted to be a part of, like. Um, was he German then? So from what I gathered, he didn't know what he was, uh, uh, which I suppose that's the whole premise. I'm wondering why she was saying you won, and that's it. I, I don't know. He might, he might have got told that his family was from. Uh, yeah, it might have from been that. It might have been uh, maybe the adoption papers where uh, he was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Um, if he was, uh, I can't think of the name of the the homes for them now but where the the, the camps kid, yeah where the kids get adopted from um, oh sorry um, yeah, 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 yeah yeah so like from one of them places might have been whatever documents they had from there because they didn't have parent details right. that maybe the thought yeah. he was either so I thought it was just a weird thing to say when she's like you're not you're, you know your yeah. family didn't come from like Nazis or whatever yeah. that's just a weird yeah obviously you, you only put that segment so yeah, it was just so weird I, I probably should have went back and rewatched the episode or something like but yeah it was, it was literally just looked devastating but I mean to be fair once that says that he was like whatever percentage uh, like Jewish family and that you did have that stereotypical big nose so once mm. it says that I was like kind of a bit obvious like um, but yeah I, I just thought that was quite a a funny little moment the other night. Uh, I mean, to be fair, I've not watched much TV this week, to be fair. It literally has been uh, out early, getting back, doing the usual walking the dog and that. Um, oh, God, which he had his moment again the other day. He ate uh, Amazon packet. Luckily, he didn't eat the blue tack that was inside because what came out of him was bad enough as it was. So I wouldn't have been able to handle it if it was blue coming out of him as well. Jesus, man. He's off his head, that dog is. Um, <laughs> but again, even with walking him earlier, the, this little chihuahua going at him, 
like trying to attack him and the, the, the lady can't even hold the lead back properly and it's a chihuahua and she's struggling to hold it I'm like you need to sort your dog out back like, yeah. you know it's, it's not right mine's there like just all excited just to be out of the house and that like and yours is ready to like draw blood it's just not right man so oh, he's only like it with me I'm like no I see that dog all the time in your window it's always aggressive like you know Mm. Give it a chill pill or something, man. So, but uh, yeah. So no TV or anything. I've not really done any prep for this. To be fair, it's just it's been hard getting it all sorted, hasn't it? Yeah, as I say, it's been um, a tech. Cause obviously, it's took us back. We, like, we've spent over two hours messing around. Just trying really, to get it sorted. So uh, yeah, but we've got there. Yeah. We're, uh, and hopefully, from now on, we're back to usual. Every yeah, week. weekly, weekly uh, posts. Um. But one thing that I have been meaning to say for a, a, a while, to be fair, look. Um, so you look a little bit of an, uh, an accumulator, an acabet from time to time, don't you? Yeah, every um, now and again. I'll do it every now and again as well. I'm not really much of a gambler. But I think this is something that we should do. So just on the... Uh, basic betting of put it as roulette basically red or your black so you've got a 50 50 chance you're 16 bets away from being a millionaire oh so, if you get it the right constantly 16 yeah. times so if i remember it rightly if you start off with 100 pound so you're constantly doubling it doubling yeah, it, doubling yeah, it. yeah so i think it's something but that you'd get to like about a couple of grand you'd be like fuck I but that's yeah that's yeah. the moral thing but I think I think you just got to go for it really ain't you you could put it first one gone <laughs> that's, that's the risk yeah. though isn't it yeah, well I think if you, if you could turn 100 quid into like as soon as you start like 30 grand you, you just walk away there's yeah. no way you would risk 30 grand but then I'd just half it again like, no, I, could, I know what you're saying but then it's it, I don't know mate in the moment, any I suppose. Yeah, it's in the moment. Uh, I, I think it'd be a funny one to do one day if we could just sit here. Yeah, I don't think you off. can't record it though. But you mean like do it on the laptop? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so not actually put yeah. it uh, on the screen, but like record our reactions while we're doing it. That would be an interesting episode. because yeah. it could be two minutes long. It could be a fucking hour long, couldn't it? Um, <laughs> and just watching the live. a short episode. Yeah, yeah. A really long one. On a. Uh, but yeah, that 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 would be a raw emotions coming out. Because could you imagine it, Rick? Because I think the final figure is like a million, uh, like one point three million, something like yeah. that, with the way it works out. I should have had all the maths ready for it, really, but never mind. Um, so yeah, could you imagine you're at like six hundred odd thousand, and you you're on your sixteenth spin now, and we've put it all on red. No, you did. <laughs> no I couldn't. I couldn't. I think it'd be worth it though. No, no, no. I, I don't. If, if some, if someone sets you to six hundred grand in our cash, or you can double it or lose it, you just take it. You can buy. You can do everything you want. Buy a house. Buy a dream car. Holiday. Have money in the bank. You never have to worry. I just wouldn't. But then you could do all that twice. Then you could do it all twice. We could do it all <laughs> like zero times. Yeah. How much? You'd be more good. If you ended up walking away with nothing, yeah, but because you had it. But if we if we did it between a pair of us, you think we're only fifty pound down there? I think you know what would happen. No, 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 you can't, you can't think that way because no, but, but that's that's the really you know, side of it. Though, you know what there? we'd have to do? You'd have to do one. I'd have to do one. So hundred quid for you, hundred quid for me. So that why, because I know if I got to about a couple of grand, I'll take that. I'd be like, fuck, I ain't carrying this on. I'll 50 quid. I, I know I'd, I'd like to give you the big balls and just keep going. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. So, let, let's get it on now then. So, we were starting on 100. Mm. So, obviously... Your first one 200. is up to 200. So, 
form. Two hundred, we're still going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and it, it's until you start hitting the thousands. Yeah. So number three, four hundred, still going for it, easy. You know, it's it's just fucking. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it might sound uh, a bit cocky to some people. Four hundred pound isn't a lot of money to some people. It is a no, lot. No, yeah. Money. In terms of what you what what was I'm look at the whole point is yeah. So, yeah, number three is eight, and then number four, this is when we're into see, four figures, see, so see, we're now, 1,600 now. Now, here's what I'll be thinking, do I just take this, and then just fucking call it a day, because I've turned 50 quid into that. Yeah, but then, so again, 1,600, I'm still thinking like, no, nah, no, nah, I want more, so, oh, no, I've done yeah, it wrong there. Time to uh, so, so it'd be it, 3,200. It's 3,200. Yeah. Uh, See, if it, there's no way, there's no way you have 100 quid and you've turned into 3,200 and you're carrying on. I, I still feel like I would at this point now. <sighs> yeah. See, so you've definitely already stopped with this. I, point, I, think, I think if, if there's 3,200, I'm, I'm taking it off 100 quid. I think that's where I, if I've got it and it's on, on my balance, I, I, I probably would walk away there. See, so this is what we would have to do it separately. Yeah, yeah that's so what I'm saying. So Cause... we'd have to do the same, like red or black then. So you'd still know, if I carry on, you'd still know or we'd do how opposites. much you would have lost when I carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, we can't do opposites. Yeah. Maybe that, that could be a, a, a separate Because one, one would go straight away, yeah. isn't it? But... And so, also, why if we'll be doing this, are we throwing like a couple of quid on green constantly, just in case? Or is it just no? Because it has to be. Yeah. Well, it it, if be, it's zero, if it's zero, anyway, it's you've lost as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. With this way, it's literally just a heads or tails, a red or black. Yeah. So I'm going on. I've got the six. Here's where it starts with starting yeah. like really good numbers. So six thousand four hundred. Then we're on to 12 eight. 12 eight. I'm, I'm still going. I know. You think, so if you're 12, 12,900 on if your I've balance. If I've already got to this point, I'm like, I'm on a roll, I am. But you could be like, I could take this money and just do it like, yeah. off 100 quid. Like, you'll never, well, you'll say you'll never get that kind of money again off 100 quid, but I think, realistically, if I got to 12, I might be take the ten and play the two two A. You know, yeah. like start to be logical about it. Like, like yeah. so you don't lose it all. Then I suppose when you start getting like anything over ten grand, you you probably when you start getting that, I think you'd you'd have to take the ten, play the two A. Because right. yeah, so I'm just I'm just but you make a note of your two A because we'll work that out afterwards then. But I'm I'm still going, and then. The next one, twenty five thousand six hundred. Now that that started to twist me a little bit there. So, so I'm, I'm yeah, saying twenty four grand. And then so the next one's going to be obviously over fifty. Yeah. So. So that's this is where it starts. Yeah. The, oh. every, every one of these now. Yeah. This is where you're definitely yeah. thinking, oh god, that is that's life changing. So how many wins is that in a row? That is uh, is that six in a row to get to that? Uh, is it six? Think, sorry. Draw because I messed up, didn't I? So let me uh, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, it was I won it. I, eight. So that's eight, eight wind spins. Eight, eight is 25 grand, 600. And then nine, nine. is 51,000. So ten, you only need to get 10 right for 100 grand. Yeah. But then, so 10, you're on 102,400. Yeah. But so just just imagine, I think if we, if we did this, we'd have to have a couple of bevs. Because nerves are... Yeah, you want to be logical about it all the time, rather than just... 
Yeah, but I mean, if, if you've had a couple of drinks, the, the nerves aren't going to be there as no, much. You're going to be like big yeah, balling it. I, I'm no, I mean, big balling, yeah, maybe I'd probably spin more than what I said, which was the, the 3,200 or whatever. But yeah. when you started into the 50 grand, 102, it's, it's the point where you'd have to see and be like, we've had a few beers, 100 quid, we've done it. Like, let's just call it an hour. But I'd still go. Yeah. If I've got to this point, I'm going again. I'm going again. Because I'm, I'm but, after that 204,800. Just, just imagine that. You had 102 and then you lost it. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be like yeah, you know, I only cut 50 quid on whatever. But I'm, I'm telling you now. I know. That you'd think about that for the rest of your life. You'd think about it more losing 100 grand than, than playing that, playing that. I think so. I think you'd care more about losing the hundred grand than playing on from hundred grand. Yeah, but the rewards greater than the risk. So, we're on two hundred four thousand eight hundred at the moment. Then, and then we're on. It goes up to four hundred nine thousand six hundred. So then again, after that, it's so. Right there. So if you actually got up to four hundred and four hundred nine thousand, you wouldn't play that hard, would you? Oh no! I've, I've, yeah, I think I'm, at this point I've definitely already cashed in. I, I think for me, if we ever, if we was to do this and we ever got anywhere near a hundred grand, I, I'd, I'd have to be like, get me out. I couldn't. I couldn't play no more. That that would that would be my. See, so again, I think we'd go we'd back We'd have there. to do something. If we got yeah. to the 102,000, I think that's where we'd split it in half. So we've got 25 each, and then we carry on with the, the other 51,000. Yeah, yeah. But that's an extra step. You've got you to gotta try and beat the odds already to get 16 in a row. Now you've got to get 17. And, uh, so we're at 409,000 there. Uh, 819,200. And so then... The last one after that then, 1.638 million. Mm. So, it's a lot of, it's, it's a lot of wind spins to win in a row. I don't think you're ever going to do this no, because I'm, you're emotionally already all over the place but you and we're just hypothetically. <laughs> but you think about it, to get 19 heads or tails because technically what it is in a row yeah 16 I mean, 16 to get to that point yeah you know it's just I don't think it's no it's it's. I would be good at, imagine what was the one before sorry 100 grand yeah 890 imagine, imagine having 100 grand and losing that though no no I couldn't sleep I think we're going to have to We'd have to do it separate. Because I'm. But how gutty would you be if I bang that out? Because I know if you if you bang that out, I know you give me some. So I'd be fucking. So. <laughs> I'm gonna have to write a contract up and say that we don't do that. But nah, fuck you. Obviously, yeah, I'll square you up any longer. Do you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> I, I I think realistically, Joe, Joe, when you start hitting a hundred grand, that's when you. I think even you would have to be like, it's a hundred grand, a fifty quid. It's mm, there's a lot you can do a hundred grand. Like life change. No, so it's not life change. It, it, no, is, it, it, is, is, it is. It is. But it's, it's life change. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The million quid is definitely life change if you, yeah. you have no worries whatsoever. Then, but yeah, that that hundred grand, I think, is where if I was to risk it to that, that that would be like. I'm losing 100 grand on a spin. <laughs> I'm on spin. Uh, well, I think that's definitely something we're going to have to do. Yeah, we should definitely future. have to send it off, yeah. Yeah. What if we both just lose one or two? Eight? <laughs> so, but yeah, I think if that happened, like, if, if we don't, if we lost pretty much straight away, then we'd have to do it again after a couple of weeks. So, yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be a funny one, yeah. I reckon. Um, yeah, so I think we've done well considering we didn't really mm, have any prep for this week. Um, hopefully, I'll have more time now to get back into it. Uh, 
get some topics. Actually, just spend half an hour looking on my phone, watching whatever crappy videos to get some more topics back in in mind. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we'll call that a pod. To pod. Uh, don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Send in uh, any emails to us at realtalkingpod at gmail dot com. Uh, the Twitter it did change from the original one, so it's Ash and JD. Uh, oh, again, when I get round to it, I will sort out an Instagram or whatever. Uh, just don't have enough hours in the days or days in the weeks. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to share as well, and uh, we'll see you next week then. <laughs>